Welcome back, everybody, to Kicks and Picks podcast. Nick and Scotty back here with you. We are coming off of a mixed bag, a mixed week. Uh, I'd like to apologize to to my crew here. Was not able to make the show last week, so unfortunately, we did go three and four. Um, we're going to do the Vegas Dave thing. If you guys are familiar with our boy Vegas Dave, where he never admits to losing ever, so. What I'm going to say about last week, Scotty, it was it was not a full week because we didn't all participate, so it doesn't really count. Is that fair? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. I think we were playing uh, down two man, so basically like coaches picked. Uh, Lorient, I think, lost because they were actually no, they were up a man, so whatever. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take it on the chin and, and move on to the next week. So if, if you're riding with us, guys, we haven't lost a full week where everybody's participated yet, but. Uh, Rough week last week, three and four. On the bright side, we had an absolutely stellar week in the Champions League, if you listen to our Champions League episodes. Um, we went about 500 on Tuesday, but absolutely massive day on Wednesday, seven, two, and one. Um, I will say that we are up just under 20 units on the season, so absolutely appreciate you guys riding with us. We're going to do a little bit of buy or sell for you guys, big games this week, and, of course, hit you with our hat trick of picks. Scotty. Take us off, man. Yeah. Uh, so a couple big games uh, in, in both Serie A and in EPL this week. We will start in Italy. Uh, coach absent from the podcast this week, so we'll start with his team. Uh, we have fourth place Roma hosting the league leaders, Napoli. Right now, this total is set at 2.5. It's minus 120. Nick, are you buying Napoli's offense in this, or are you going to buy into Roma's defense? Um, so I'll, I'll buy a little bit of both, but I am definitely more so buying Napoli's offense. Uh, the thing I will say, I, you do have to give Roma a little bit of credit. Um, you know, that their defense has been better than expected. Uh, you know, when we previewed the year, I thought their offense would be carrying the team. It most certainly has not. It's been their defense. Um, so credit where it's due, but Napoli definitely looks like the team right now. Um, they've scored two plus goals against Ajax twice, against Liverpool, against Milan, against Lazio. All teams who, um, you know, historically don't give up that many goals. So um, I, I like this total. I think that's actually a very fair number at minus 120. And I'm buying Napoli here. Yeah, I mean, Napoli with five straight games of three plus goals. That's pretty crazy. Um, I know we make fun of Roma a lot because they have lots of shots, but few on target. Um, it's kind of evidence in their score lines. You know, the 1-0 win against Sampdoria last weekend. Uh, I think they drew Betis 1-1 in, in yep. Europa League. So um, not exactly uh, high flyers themselves, but they are pretty consistent. They have scored a goal, at least one goal in five, five of their last matches, I believe. So I think if you get two from from Napoli and one from Roma, that's the easiest way of getting this. I could also see this being a game where, you know, Napoli have been playing well against, like you said, that, that top competition. So they could come out flying and, and, and put up a three or four spot. Um, so I definitely buy Napoli's offense. They, they've been consistent all season long. It's not really just coming from one guy. I mean, Osiman is back now, but they've also have our, our friend Baradona, you know, contributing in a pretty big way. Uh, so I, I would lean towards this being a, a, a an easy over, um, if we're going to make that club start up again, uh, I would put that into this category. Roma's defense. I don't know. It's, we make fun of it more so, but it's, it's been better this year. I think that last season, uh, but it, it, I would say a lot of the goals given up have been more so on the goalie uh, Patricio. I think he's been pretty terrible if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. Not, not the best. He's uh, he, where did he come from? Was it, 
was he at Watford or Wolverhampton recently? One of those teams. Yeah, it, it must have been Wolverhampton because he's Portuguese, right? So I don't know. <laughs> another, another another one of the EPL flunkies that are that move over to Roma and follow Mourinho, but you know, we'll we'll see. Um so yeah, well I think you and I would both agree the over here is, is pretty enticing uh, at minus one twenty. Uh, yeah, coach, a lot more to say on this game in, in a yeah, little bit. Th- yeah, this will definitely pop back up, but I think I will speak for coach and say, guys, don't underestimate Mourinho. He's going to set up his team in a way that keeps the shape and protects the net and would be surprised if there's you know fewer goals in this one than we expect. He did a little impression. bit that they only gave up one goal to Juve, and uh, we promptly reminded him that that was not a reason. That's not a – that is – no. That's uh, that's almost sad uh, in he's, the way that Juve plays. Our point. Right. What a crazy thing. What a crazy thing to say. So, Coach, you'll have to get back on and defend yourself. Yeah, man. Well, now we know why Coach went 0-3 last week, so that makes sense. <laughs> I'm sorry. Had to squeeze that one in. Okay, moving on. Uh, other big match in, in Italy, another top six matchup. We have your team, Nick. Fifth place Lazio hosting second place Atalanta. Atalanta undefeated on the season. Sure. So. Odds makers know this. Odds makers also note that Lazio will be without their main guy, Chiro Immobile, your main guy. Yep. Um, so they have Lazio priced pretty high here. It's uh draw no bet plus 165. Nick, I know you'd be pessimistic as you usually are with Lazio, but do you buy them getting any form of result uh against Atalanta? So here's I'll try to set it up here. Lazio has obviously performed very well to this point in the season. Uh, Immobile, I think he has six goals or something like that, but they have been getting contributions elsewhere. Um, Milinkovic-Savic, obviously a a boss in the midfield. Uh, The wingers have played well. Atalanta hasn't necessarily blown the doors off of anybody. I mean, they they are a tough team to play against. They're playing good defense. Um, You know, they're... They're getting timely goals, but, um, you know, they uh, don't strike me as the same team from two years ago, three years ago that scored three, four goals at will. Um, you know, they, they haven't, Zapata's hurt, I think, or just not playing. Um, Muriel, I don't know that he has a goal yet. Um, and Lazio's defense has been really good. But that being said, I, I can't buy a result for Lazio without Immobile because they have no other true striker they have wingers who were great with the ball um, who are great on the counter but they don't have a single person that's going to be able to hold up possession uh, Sadi is the most stubborn manager on the planet he's not going to change that formation so I, I think the 4-3-3 is going to be in shambles and oh. it's impossible for me to buy a result without him congratulations to everybody that had Nick hating on the 4-3-3 on their bingo cards it, it came one. in in just under uh, what seven minutes. How'd yeah, I it did. Congrats, you squeezed that one in there. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll agree. It's this Atalanta team is obviously a, a completely different team from what we saw last year when they were the hashtag Serie B leaders in the clubhouse. But at the same time, I think the real key difference here is last year they struggled at home for whatever reason, and this year they've kind of fixed that. Um, so this will be a big test for them. Um, you know, Lazio again coming in undermanned, but still not exactly. A, you know, pushover team. I don't think, you know, even without the mobile that it's just going to be an easy one for them by any chance. Um, in this one, I, I think you, you, you do have to kind of give the edge to Atalanta, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, undefeated on the season for a reason. Uh, best chance here is maybe, maybe a draw. So if you want to really 
take Lazio. And if you think Lazio want to go for it, maybe you just take them on the double chance. I think that's probably closer to even money, maybe slightly. And I don't know what the line is, but it, you almost have to take them to score first. If they're going to get, if you think they're going to get any result out of this game, there's no way they can play from behind. So uh, they would definitely need that first goal. I'm, I'm not advocating for that bet. I'm just saying that's the way I would go if you were a believer. Yeah. And that, because uh, Adelanta played Unese recently and didn't uh, Unese oh. come back from a 2-0 deficit against Atalanta, right? No, so, that was that was somebody else, I believe. No, 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 two weeks ago. I'm looking at it right now, Nick. Oh, then yes. Atalanta up 2-0. And then yeah, De La Feu and 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 Perez scored uh goals in about 10 minutes apart. Uh, okay. back. So there is there is and that was I think Atalanta was home. So there is precedent there for at least Atalanta to blow it. But I think you and I are, are on the same page here. I think it's it's It'd be tough to see Lazio getting anything really significant without a mobile A. Definitely. All right. We will switch leagues, but we'll kind of keep the circumstances similar here. Um, Newcastle are going to Tottenham. Uh, Newcastle sitting in sixth place, Tottenham in third. Newcastle, again, pretty heavy underdog, similar to Lazio. Draw no bet is plus 180. However, both teams are missing key players. Newcastle missing Alexander Isak. Tottenham will be missing uh, Richarlison. So are you buying this as an easy win for Tottenham or do you think the books are maybe giving a little bit too much value to Newcastle? Yeah. yeah. Uh, not buying either, to be honest with you. Um, you know, on paper, obviously Tottenham is a stronger squad. Uh, Newcastle certainly, I, I think from our perspective, we were a little bit higher on, not that they've played poorly, but I think you and I were a little higher on them Um and the results have indicated they've definitely struggled for goals more so than we thought they would. Um, but so is Tottenham, right? So, yeah. I, I mean, they're the better team. It's a game that they will think they need to have um, to, to really stay in that top four race and, and cement themselves there. But I don't think it's going to be easy. I, I mean, I just, this, this almost screams under to me, this game. I, I think, um, I think both teams are definitely going to struggle for goals. I could see Tottenham winning it late. Um, that, that's, it's kind of where I lean. Yeah, I think this one, we should also caveat these EPL picks. We're recording this Tuesday night, so most of the teams have yet to play their midweek game. But Newcastle, to me, it's they're one of those teams where they either come out and they they dominate their opposition and they, they win by like three or four goals, or they kind of put up a dud and they just try to hold the, the, the opposition to like a 0-0 or eventually maybe sometimes a 0-1 loss. So I think if you're playing Tottenham, you have to be obviously in that former category where you come out and you put up three or four goals because we know that, you know, Tottenham are going to counter. They're probably going to get, you know, at least one or two against you with uh, Son and, and uh, Kane and, and Kulusevsky, even with Richarlison out. I don't know. I think they are being overvalued or undervalued here. Um, Newcastle has, Drano Bet has worked really well for this podcast. No, no doubt. It's history. So I, I think we would be, inclined to put a little something on this but it is tough it is tough to bet against Tottenham at home right now they've been playing really well at, at uh um, at their new stadium so um I don't think it's an easy win for Tottenham I'm going to sell that I think the books are, are giving a little too much juice for Newcastle but I am going to kind of stay away again this might be something where instead of taking the Toronto bet you take double chance yeah and and listen this line can move one way or the other right um I I think you'd be definitely pay a little more attention to it towards match day um but I would agree Newcastle would be the side to, to take my money, right? One way, shape, or form. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pull up the, the double chance number for us real quick, just so we know. Double chance for Ty or Newcastle's minus 115. Yeah, um, that's a that's a pretty good number. So that's that's maybe where, where I would go in this one. I will buy that number as a uh, I'll buy that as a good bet. Okay, there you go. Uh, all right, so we will wrap things up with one last uh, Premier League match. It is, of course, going to be Manchester United at Chelsea. Um, Manchester United, I think, sitting in fifth. Chelsea sitting in fourth, um, if I if I have that correct. So uh, a pretty big matchup. I think uh, Chelsea lead Manchester United by just a few points. So it's it's really one of those matches where. Um, you know, you can see movement in the table if, you know, the, the result goes one way or the other. Uh, I think the key thing about this match uh, is Chelsea have five straight games of two plus scoring two plus goals. United have scored two plus goals in three of their last five. So lots of offense. Chelsea, their team total over one and a half is sitting at minus 130. Manchester United, their team total over one and a half is sitting at plus 180. Ooh. Would you buy either of these team, two teams to continue their their hot streaks and, and get multiple goals in this game? So I will buy a team that I never thought I would buy a month ago, and that's Chelsea. I, I, I you know, we've admitted it. I think for two or three weeks in a row now, um, Potter might might just might just have the sauce. Um, yeah. I mean, the results speak for themselves. I think those Champions League wins against Milan absolutely turned the season around for this team. They've changed the mentality. Um, chances that have been previously missed or now seem to be going in the back of the net. I don't know that they can keep it up forever, but I'm buying the run of form Chelsea is on and I'm buying United's defense being tremendously worse than Chelsea's. So I, I think um, that team total is good. And I honestly, I think that's a very fair number at minus 130. And, and I'd probably lock that in now. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea's run, so they, they, they do play Brentford midweek, who have been pretty decent this season. I think they're sitting in ninth place uh, right now. I think if Potter can come through Brentford and uh, Manchester United with four points, I will have to retract my I'm not a Potter believer stance and buy in because that will be a, an impressive string of form. I think they've won five straight games. Um, so he's definitely figured things out. You nailed it. They're scoring chances that they were missing before. Some of that is, I think they found a, a, a true center forward in, in Obama Yang, yep. um, where they've been struggling with mixtures of, you know, Lukaku and, and Havertz and Mount, um, and Sterling as like a false nine. So, uh, with, with Obama Yang, they definitely look a lot more potent up top and they're not really relying so much on the, uh, the forwards. I will say, Nick, there has been an injury update. And our boy Reese James, who has been so key to this yeah, Chelsea team, will be out. Um, he's possibly going to miss the World Cup. Um, oh. So it's going to be a long-term injury. Uh, so I think that changes things a little bit. But I think because of that, if I'm buying a team to score two-plus goals in this one, I might be buying United. Um, plus 180 is a huge number. I am a admitted supporter of Anthony despite him going to United in this one. Um so I think Anthony will get a goal here. I could see Rashford's you know, been hot. Rashford's been playing pretty well. And who knows if Ronaldo comes on in the 70th minute and feels like he has something to prove he might get something going as well. well it um, seems and, like that number is disrespectful to his career. Uh, that plus yeah, 180 that's true. His his legacy is is in jeopardy on that one. Um I, I think Martial also supposedly gonna be healthy for this one. So you might see a cameo from him. Um, so I, I think I'm going to buck the trend here. I think Chelsea, yeah, I, I get why, you know, five straight oh, two plus goals. That's a pretty 
good streak and United's defense has been better, but not stellar. Um, so I, I would not, again, this is one of those bets where I'm not going to begrudge you if you take Chelsea two plus goals. It's minus 130. It's probably a pretty good bet. But I think I'm going to buy United in this one just because plus 180 is a pretty big number. And if they're missing Reese James in that back line, I think that does two things. It hurts them going forward because he's obviously one of those dynamic uh, wingbacks that can bring the ball up and, and create chances and score them. I think it also hurts them defensively too because he's been solid for them um, yep. for the past you know, whatever, 14, 16 months now. Um, so that's where I'll go. Fair enough. All right. So we will now transition into the money-making portion of this podcast. Uh, it's our hat trick of picks. So I will kick things off. Uh, my first pick for this weekend is going to be a pick that I've taken a couple of times already this season. It's going to be Arsenal first half money line. This time they are at Southampton. And again, it is plus 100. So even money. Um, I took this last week against Leeds. It worked. I it cashed for me. I'm going to take it again. I think Southampton is is a lot worse than Leeds. Leeds actually looked pretty good on the weekend. Uh, so I will give them credit for that. But Southampton at the same time scored just one point from their last five matches. And that includes losses to both Everton and Aston Villa. So they aren't exactly great teams that they're losing to. Um, so I would fully expect Arsenal to roll them. Uh, I can see them getting two or three in the first half. They've done that before in, in this season. This could be another opportunity for them to do it again. Um, so give me all of Arsenal first half money line. Yeah. And I'm being real honest with you. That was one of the first money lines I looked at, um, you know, before I saw that you already put it. So I, I absolutely love this bet. Um, I, I would double down on it if I'm a listener. Um, they're, they're minus 180 on the full money line, which I, I, it's a little too much delay, but if that number comes down, um, to that minus 150 range or, you know, I, I, that's almost an automatic bet. I, I think you're absolutely spot on with this game. What do you got? All right. So um, I'm going to go with, with one of our featured matches and, and one of the teams that has been very good to me so far this year. And that is Napoli. They are draw no bet minus 135 at Roma. Um, I'm going to be really honest with everybody. I actually love them on the money line at plus money, uh, at plus 130, but the 135 is a, is a good number for a draw no bet. So we're, we're going to take a little protection. Um, you know, we, we kind of started to mention it. Roma cannot seem to hit the back of the net. Tammy struggling, Bellotti struggling, Pellegrini struggling for anything that's not a set piece. Uh, these guys all look absolutely lost without Dybala on the field. And that goes without saying with it. We're not even talking about Zaniolo, who um, I think I read today, his last Serie A goal was nine months ago. Oh, so, no. Um, I, you know, I just coach, don't come see get what, your man, coach. Come yeah. get your man. I mean, facts or not. <laughs> it's, they, you, you, I believe you. If, if that I read like it fact. on Twitter, it has to be true. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I just don't see how Roma can, can score multiple goals in this game. Um, they, they've struggled to score against far inferior teams. Um, so, you know, this is the biggest match of the season to date, but it seems more to me like they would be satisfied with a point, whereas Napoli would be disappointed with anything less than three. So, um, I know it's a, a tough matchup, and, and when tough matchups like this, I, I typically go with the underdog or I typically go with the goals. I think Napoli's too good of a team here, and that's too good of a number. Minus 135, draw no bet. Yeah, I've seen Napoli a little bit too much this season, um, and it's it's very impressive what they are doing. I would not bet against them right now in, in the form that they're in, so I think that's as, as safe of a bet as any, as much as coach may not want to hear it. All right, my second pick. This is a throwback pick because this is so far my biggest winner on the season was a Brentford draw no bet. And that was against Manchester United when they thwomped them four to nothing. Four, I think that was no. 
I think that was plus 180. They're only a plus 150 this time, but it's because their opponent a little bit different. This time they're at Aston Villa. Uh, listen, Aston Villa, we know their struggles. I talked about it last week in the pod. You know, Gerard has one foot out the door already. I think they're basically lining up their next manager. And once they have that in play, it'll be the end of the road for Steven Gerrard and, and Aston Villa. But it doesn't seem like that's going to happen before the weekend. So I don't expect any new manager bounce here. Um, Brentford have been playing pretty well. They just beat Brighton 2-0 uh, at home on the weekends. So uh, Brighton have been, I think, a surprise this season in the Premier League. They were in the top four for a while there. They obviously had that thriller against Liverpool, that 3-3 draw. Um, so I, I like Brentford in this one, especially um, with the draw no bet at plus 150. I think it protects you if Aston Villa kind of hold them to, to like one goal or, or fewer. But um, we've also discussed, or I've discussed, Aston Villa have yet to score multiple goals uh, in a game this season. Actually, I think they maybe did it once in the very yeah, beginning like, Aren't of the there season. only wins, like 1-0 wins? Yeah, so I, I don't feel like there's too much risk here. Um, you're just basically banking on, on Brentford. you either getting multiple goals or just holding Villa scoreless. And we've talked about their, their inability to score. So uh, pretty safe bet. Plus 150 is some good juice if they get the win, which I would expect. Um, and probably what would be Gerrard's last game in charge. All right, I like it. I'm, I'm ready to be correct on one manager getting fired at the right time. So let that be the game. We're bound to make it at one point. Um, the next game I love, and we didn't really break it down and buy or sell, but it's uh, it's what could be called a marquee matchup here in Italy. It's Inter at Fiorentina. Um, but I'm going to tell you why it's not a marquee matchup, and that's because Fiorentina is fucking garbage. They're Oops. absolutely terrible. Um, we've been saying from the very first episode this year when we previewed Serie A, they are going to struggle for goals. We don't know where their goals are going to come from, and that has been true the entire season. Um, and I think Inter's defense is, you know, finally coming into form. Obviously, we saw, um, you know, they, they turned the season around a little bit in the Champions League. They're kind of like Chelsea in that regard. Um, they took four points off of Barca. They have two straight wins in the league. Um, I think they're starting to to find the form in the back, and they're starting to overload people with that midfield. And uh, Lotaro scored a goal last game, which is nice to see if you're an Inter fan. So, um, you know, they're one of those teams that can kind of get that contribution from almost anywhere. And I definitely expect them to take care of business. And I love that it's plus money. Yeah, that's one of those picks that it, it almost feels like a rat line to me because, as you mentioned, Fiorentina have not been good. I guess it's just because it's Fiorentina's at home. But Inter at plus money against Fiorentina, it seems too good to be true. So That's why I will take that number and whatever happens, happens. You yeah. fault me for it later. Fair enough. All right, I will close out my last pick with my old faithful it is my favorite under to bet Wolverhampton under two and a half uh, hosting Leicester city is minus minus one fifteen. That's as good as I've seen a, a Wolverhampton under the season. Um, usually they're just been sitting at like between plus plus one twenty five and plus one fifty. Uh, Leicester stink. So I don't really know why mm-hmm. the number is this low. It feels uh, like a, a trap a little bit, but um, you know, Part of the reason why the Wolves under has been so successful is they have not been able to score goals. They do have Diego Costa now, who is, you know, competent in front of goal. I'll give him that. But how old is he? Past his prime. I was getting there, Nick. I was <laughs> getting there. Past yeah. his prime. Um, but again, it, the bar was low for this Wolverhampton team after uh, Raul Jimenez got hurt. So no, no doubt. Uh, 
I, I don't think that's going to be enough. I mean, again, Lesser do stink, but I don't think they stink so bad that they'll give up multiple goals to Wolverhampton. So I, I think it's a pretty safe pick here. You might see a worst case scenario, a 1-1 game. To get to so I'm going to hit but... you why this is a guarantee. Okay, hit me. Because Wolves played Crystal Palace today. They, they did. lost 2-1, to one, three goals in that game. There yeah. is absolutely no chance on the planet back, that back. two Wolves games in a row go over. No, it does not happen. It does we, not happen. I don't think we've seen it since the formation of this podcast. No. So lock that in. That's my old faithful. I go to this pretty much every week because it's got to be at least a 700 percentage winning percentage at this point. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, for my third lock, I'm going to do the same thing. Um, I'm going to go back to the well. You know, there was an absence of um, really good picks out there. I think other than the the five that we already gave you plus our pod lock. Um, So I'm going to take leads over. Uh, They're playing Fulham. Two and a half is minus 135. Um, You know, Scotty, you mentioned Leeds look good last week. They've looked good on offense, actually, for the past couple of weeks. They just haven't been getting the goals. Yeah, Patrick Bamford, of, thanks. Bamford is terrible. I, we, <laughs> the, this podcast has been on that from day one. That dude is fucking garbage. However, they do have other good attacking options. Um, yeah. I, I think eventually they're going to get some goals, and I think eventually they're going to start bleeding goals again. Uh, Mitrovic is healthy, and he's almost automatic. Especially uh, as automatic as it gets, yeah. You know, especially against teams that are, like, on that same level. Um, so I, I think he definitely nets a goal in this one. I, I think there's going to be a lot of chances. And, um, you know, as we said, last, last week Leeds was an under game. I don't think they go under two games in a row. I don't think we've seen that happen. So – I'm just going with the uh, with the good juju for this and, and taking that over. Yeah, I think after the way that Bamford performed in the second half against Arsenal, I mean, he came on as a sub, and I think if that had been the case, he probably would have been off pretty quickly. Um, but Jack Harrison looked good. Rodrigo has been sharp all season long. I think there's definitely goals in that. Uh, and then, like we said, Mitrovic is automatic. So that feels pretty safe to me, if we're being honest. Um, Appreciate it. All right, so we do have three more picks from Coach who could not make it. Uh, we will defend his picks as best as possible because we yeah. do have to admit he went 0-3 last weekend. It's okay, though, because uh, Coach had a hell of a start to the year, and Coach is actually cleaning up with um, some of the leagues that we're not super familiar with. So he's Coach got Worldwide. Few, Coach Worldwide. He's He's got some picks from Germany. And um, I, I, think, I think looking at his logic, it's easy to see why he picked this first one. Um, he's gone with Union Berlin. His time team, time again. Union Berlin. Um, they are minus one ten at some team called Bochum. Bochum. I don't know how yeah, you last place it. Bochum. First place against last place. Somehow Union is minus one ten. Uh, you just can't pass up that number, and and this team is one for him more often than not. So I completely get where his head was at. Yeah, Union Berlin is coach's version of my Wolverhampton unders. That guy much. has just made a living off of betting them on the money line and draw no bet. Yeah. Um, coach's second pick will be Bayern Munich minus one goal at Hoffenheim. And that is at minus one fifty. Um, you listen, Bayern's pretty much been on fire. Um, I, you know, I, I cautioned him a little bit here. I thought Hoffenheim has had a pretty good start to the year, but he's, he's banking on Bayern to take care of business here. Yeah. They got Mane, they got Sané, they got Muziala, they got Goretzka, they've got a, a whole uh, Nabry, they got a whole uh, stable full of guys that can put the ball in the back of the net. So this is probably one. I, I'm curious. I, I should have looked at the total for this. This is probably one where you have to take like over three and a half. Yeah, definitely. Over was. two and a half um, is like minus 190 or minus 210 or something crazy. And, and listen, this is a good bet. And I'm sure they were 
you know, they had to be minus 300 on the money line or something like that. So if, you know, if you get that one goal win and push, not the end of the world. Heard that. And then uh, his last pick, I can't really fault him for this one either. Uh, Chelsea on the money line, they're minus 105 against United. Um, it, it, it seems like he agrees with us uh, without even having heard us that Potter has, you know, kind of helped right the ship and help Chelsea figure things out. Um, you know, he likes Chelsea being at home in this one. So Chelsea minus one Oh five on the money line. Again, he's, he's a Potter believer. So he, it. he is believed faster than I did. So we'll see, like I said, this is the one that'll potentially turn it around for me. If, if yeah. Potter can, can win this one, then I, I definitely will have to say that he's the real deal. I'm with it. All right. All right. So let the pod lock, we are fucking on fire six and one. We do have a couple draws in there. Three, um, six, one, and three. So six, ten one weeks only one actual loser. So one we are making money. This week, coach is not here, so he does not have a say. We are taking Napoli team total over one and a half. It is plus one ten, which is crazy because as we talked about it, Napoli scores three plus goals a game every game for the last like six weeks. Um, so coach will sit here and say that Mourinho will have a plan for this and that he wouldn't be surprised if you know Roma hold them to just one goal, but Coach is not here, so he doesn't get to put that input in. Uh, I think Napoli easily gets to, if not three or four. Oshaman is right. back and healthy. Cavaradona is the real deal. Yeah. Um, so Raspadori has been good. The one Raspadori too. Let me let yep. me put my hand up. I actually um you know have some friends on Twitter who are Napoli fans, and and I raised my hand for this. I have been dead wrong about Chucky Lozano. Uh, he was my dud of the season when we previewed the year. This dude for the last month has been balling out of his mind. He's come through with clutch goals, clutch assists. I didn't think highly of him, but he seems to fit in. I guess when all the expectations and weight aren't on your shoulders and you're the fourth scoring option on a, on a team at any given time, you get to shine a little bit and ball out. And that dude has been unreal. They got Simeone coming off the bench who has goals and yep. I think two or three straight. It, it, their midfield um, is absolutely stacked. I just... Hey man, you guys heard me. They're my pick to win on the money line. So I just think not, there's no way Napoli doesn't get two goals in this game. It would have to be, I say this without irony, a Mourinho fucking masterclass for Napoli to not score two goals. Like it'll have to be his best game as the coach of Roma for them to not score two goals. Is yep. that fair to say? It'll have to be either that Nick or a VAR red card to Napoli that brings them down to 10 men. That's the only it's thing outside of our control. Yeah, we'll we'll call it rigged. We'll, we'll, you'll see us tweeting about Serie A being rigged if this does not hit. Absolutely. (laughs) Count on that. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Uh, Really appreciate your support. If you like what you heard, if you're making money with us, if you have bets of your own, please reply to us on Twitter. Share, follow, tell your friends, tell your brothers, sisters, mothers. Um, We really appreciate any any support. Um, And we will be back next week.